Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another brand new Independence Day edition of the EPL Boys, your home to everything English Premier League soccer and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, with my best friend through the internet, JD. JD, we took a little break. The world imploded. Every transfer under the sun happened. So we today are going to talk about every rumor, every deal, every hot topic, every little thing. But first, for our UK listeners, isn't it a wonderful day to be alive? Like, Yes, it is. Yes, it like, is. Uh, I'm happy because I get, you know, as you're listening to this Tuesday, I, I, you know, we all get that day off. I took off Friday. I took off today as we're recording on Monday. And I'm just having myself a nice long five-day weekend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, hey, you know what? If you can, I recommend. I did not. I have my reasons. But yes, it has been fun. It's nice. Like we're in July. We're in summer weather. Like it's warm. Like I think the only thing I've been fearing now every day is checking the weather app. And it's like, is it thunderstorms or is it not thunderstorms? Because that's basically all I have in New Jersey right now. It has literally been either thunder, no thunder. And no thunder always, always, always recommended. But JD, how is the break? We are recharged a little bit before we get into all of this. I mean, I'm looking at a full page of talking points. We are we got so much to talk about. Yeah, um, it was it was a good little break we took. Because um, the thing is, like last week, not too much happened or was like really concrete. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the week and this weekend, shit just hit the fan. Um, I, and I'm happy we're here to talk about it now. But I had a great long weekend, and and it's still going on. Um, I had a, a little party at my place uh on saturday night it was fun um ended up hitting my head right before bed i uh, in the stupidest way possible but uh thought i was concussed all day sunday um ended up not being i just didn't feel well <laughs> and then i played uh, i literally played 18 round or 18 holes of golf uh today as we're recording i, I finished up about two hours ago went and got some dinner um it was hot and humid all day uh it didn't rain and um I'm feeling good now. There you go. How was your weekend, Matt? <laughs> nah, my weekend was good. Um, you know, I'm an old man who doesn't do too many fun things anymore. So, um, I just appreciate my independence. That's it. That's 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 about it. Um, soccer is very depressing, but the Devils have re-signed every good player they possibly could. They've brought in good players, and I'm patiently sitting here waiting. Hey. Maybe we can just rush to the end of September so I can get my hockey season back because that's the only sport that desperately makes me happy. Um, God, I still have like three months. Oh. But let's get into it. Let's get into it. So we have an absolutely, I mean, we, this is, this is, a this is the Jersey Mike's of an episode where you are going to get way too much meat, no lettuce, no nothing, just meat bacon a thin strip of lettuce and we're just gonna put it all together because this what's is what's wrong with that 
oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, it's a lot. Like, we got a lot to talk about. So, we're going to break this down into a few different segments today. We're going to talk about the transfer rumors going on that are still circulating. We are going to talk about the done deals, the confirms. As well, we are going to finish up the episode with a few interesting talking points to get us into the rest of this week. To get you into the 4th of July as this episode releases. J.D., we're going to talk about some interesting rumors now circulating and actually breaking in the last hour. We're going to start with Manchester United officially submitting a bid of around 40 million euros to uh, Inter Milan for the services of Andre Onana, the goalkeeper, who would be a massive improvement at the goaltending position. Uh, the initial report saying Inter were wanting something close to 60. So I don't believe that this first bid will get accepted. I'd be very surprised if 40 million is what it took to get over the line. But uh, I, I, I appreciate that Man United see an issue and they are trying to address an issue. Um, we're going to talk about David De Gea a little bit later in the episode. But David De Gea currently not on the roster. He is a free agent willing to go wherever he would like. So, J.D., I think this is a good move. I think a striker is still very much needed for this team, but if you can go out and get yourself a ball-playing goalkeeper and bring yourself to the 21st century at the goaltending position, that's a massive improvement for Manchester United. Yeah, I mean, um, David De Gea, whether it's been, you know, whether, I don't think Manchester United have really came out with anything, but in their release list a couple weeks ago, he was on there. So it was kind of a known thing that he, he was not being re-signed. And yeah, um, they obviously needed an improvement at the goalkeeping position. And Onana, I mean, he was just in a Champions League final and it wasn't his fault that they lost. I, yeah. So I obviously he's doing something right. And if certain, if certain high-profile goalkeeper moves in, in the... Well, not really that recent anymore, but like I'm more thinking of like the Allisons and the Edersons. Yeah. You know, sometimes you do have to pay top dollar for a goalkeeper, and it can work out. So I, Onana, I think a 40 million euro bid probably won't get it over the line. I think it's going to be closer to 50 or 60. And but that might be it. Might just be worth it. I I think he is a fantastic goalkeeper. I I think he is a guy that can come in and immediately improve this team. I, I said at the beginning of the window. Striker goalkeeper. If Man United improve in those two places, they can continue. Again, I don't think they. Ha- I don't think that they're yet going to challenge title wise. But like, it would be nice to go into the season going okay. There's no major holes in this ship. Like I am Captain Jack Sparrow. Stop blowing holes in my ship. If we had, a- if we got a good, good striker, and we got a good goalkeeper. I would be very, very happy about that. I just want to put this out there. I'm going to have a heart attack every single weekend watching Onana. Because I was, I, I, of course, what do you do when you, you're linked to a guy? You watch all the highlight film. My guy comes out like 10 yards past the center backs. Like he, like he will play the ball. He will bring the ball damn near to midfield with people around him. You are going to watch me get a heart attack like, over under one and a half times a game. Like, I'm going to, my heart is not going to be in a great place, JD. Like, just know I am going to be just like covering one eye and just doing the whole, like, what is it? Who is that? Um, 
Who's the soccer player who like peeked his eyes open? Who am I thinking of? Um, uh, was that that wasn't Dabala, was it? Uh, no. Um, why am I thinking Sergio Busquets? No, PK. I don't, I don't remember. PK, Sergio Busquets, Barcelona. But yeah, I'm gonna be doing the peeking eye thing the whole time while watching Man United. Like, just. Uh, I mean, and God forbid Harry Maguire gets a fucking start in that defense. No. And Onana's like ten yards in front of him. Yeah, I. Yeah, if Harry Maguire ends up playing anywhere near Onana, it's the memes are gonna write themselves that Onana is twenty five yards past Harry Maguire. Like, yeah. <sighs> Next, we're gonna talk about a few Arsenal rumors. Uh, Manchester City officially out of the Declan Rice race. They are prioritizing their money in a different direction, and we're gonna talk about that in a second. But Declan Rice, JD, apparently it's gonna take well over 110 million euros to get that deal across the line. Yeah. That is a lot of money. English tax, man. That is a lot of money for... And again, his age works, consistent with the nationality, EPL proven. But JD, 100... Uh, JD, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a lot. Mbappe can go for 80 million more than what Declan Rice is going for right now. I just want to just be very clear. Like Mbappe is currently on the market. PSG are listening to offers in the $180 million euro range. And Declan Rice is like going to be sold in the around the same area. That is that is a lot of fucking money, JD. That is I dude, I saw it that. It is, it is, but you're getting a proven Premier League midfielder a proven england midfielder and i i just i it, when it comes down to it i think it's probably worth it in an area that arsenal really need a proven player i just wonder why and we're going to talk about kai havertz in a minute because that's on the done deal list well, that, but, that makes no sense but like you <laughs> spent you spent 65 million dollars on Kai Havertz and we're going to talk about that in a second that means between two players you're going to be spending near 200 million euros like what and I'm not hearing a lot from Arsenal about players on the way out that's also the other thing like I don't think Xhaka went for a fee I don't think Jorginho went out on top dollar um is Jorginho gone I, I, I don't know why oh wait maybe no I'm reading the Chelsea Jorginho gone so realistically like not a lot of players are on their way out i i don't know if thomas Partey is out yet i know he was linked to uh a move out of the club but 200 million euros for a cdm and a cam slash center forward who's not guaranteed a starting spot like for arsenal are you genuinely happy with those signings are those the signings you really wanted to make this year the, the Havertz deal makes absolutely no sense Declan Rice, yes. I any any way you can get that through, that's probably going to end up working out in the end. Uh, be for his age, for his experience, for his level of play, it's probably going to end up working out. You're you're basically getting a an England starter for the next ten years. Yeah. I, I I think that's a great deal, no matter what. Um, but the Havertz thing, I just I yeah. I cannot wrap my head around yeah. that. And we're going to talk about the Havertz thing later. Um, 
I just wonder, and this is just me, and maybe this is me playing devil's advocate because I'm not the biggest Arsenal fan. Declan Rice plays in a CDM role for a team that sits back with West Ham, who sits back and absorbs pressure. He is a CDM for an England team that sits back and absorbs pressure. He will now be the CDM in a team where he is the lone defensive midfielder in a team that presses forward. Can he do it? That's my only question. That's my only question. I think he can even play as a box-to-box midfielder. Uh, I think he I, has an eye for goal when he when he needs to. He hasn't really been able to do that for West Ham, but he's done it for England. I So I, I honestly think this could be a beneficial situation for yeah. Declan Rice where he can really kind of become a, even, an even better player, where he's yeah. not just confined to, you know, sitting back and absorbing pressure. I, I think he can have an eye for goal and a pass. So, like... I, again, I, I I can't rate Declan Rice highly enough, and I think in in this Arsenal team, he'll probably only flourish. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, another one for Arsenal, um, Timber from Ajax. Funny enough, we're one year removed from apparently... This is where I just... I, I love the hate that just comes with being a Manchester United fan. Um... Timber was not allowed to go to Manchester United last year because of fear of not being able to get to be seriously considered for the Netherlands national team because uh, Louis van Gaal has a vendetta because he got pushed out of the club. Um, literally for the same price one year later, it looks like Arsenal are going to be the front runners to bring in Timber. Um, has the ability of both playing center back and right back. Um... I think that's a good deal. I rate Timber. He is a solid player. I wanted him last year. Fuck, I would have taken him this year. It's it's one of those things where he's really, really good. But, JD, you know me. I am not one for pointing out heights in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> one inch shorter than Lissandro Martinez. Is he? Okay. I, I don't know really much yeah. about Timber. I, I've just, uh, I've just JD, heard about him. JD, excuse me. Are you not familiar with the Air Divisie? Like, not not really. I mean, I, no, I've heard of Timber no. just because he plays for Ajax. Like, I that's the only reason I've even heard of him. Was ready for and the Kelsey song to be playing. Yeah. But no, I, it's, I, I guess it, it, it's a position that Arsenal could benefit, again, from, from you know, strengthening. Yeah. Um, I, maybe maybe they're thinking of using him more as a right back. I I, I don't know. I, I just don't know enough about him. It's not like it's Declan Rice where I've seen him play week in and week out in the Premier League. Yeah, I I just I I like again. I think this is a good move. I think a lot he, of people like this player. Yeah, so I, I was about to yeah. say he's he's good, and I think I think for our for Arsenal, I think at the right back position would probably be phenomenal. Um. Because consistently last year, who did Arsenal have at the right back position? It was what they ben had Ben White. White. So this ben is an White, improvement. Who's, who's really not a right yeah. back? I so, mean, he did okay. He, like he did perfectly fine, but he's really not a right back. So realistically, this is a good move. If you can get him, and yeah. you're thinking more of fulfilling that right back role, yeah. Because I know Temper has a lot of pace. I don't know how he is really going forward, but you know, we'll see. But no, um, I or think even if, in a back, even in a back three, yeah. Um, I, 
I truly think 45 to 48 is a fair amount. I think that's what it costs to get a good defender. It's that's a lot. That is a lot for. So, but, so if they get Rice, they already have Havertz. If they get Rice and they get Timber, that'll be roughly around 220, 230 million euros spent on three players. That is a lot fucking money for three guys. That's so, almost one Mbappe. Yeah, that's less than a, that's no, that's more than an Mbappe. Like, well, PSG will take. I I can't stress enough. Depends PS- who's buying. Manchester yeah. United would get swindled out of three hundred million for. Mbappe. Yeah, I just don't get it wrong. Um, so Manchester City, as we described, is not in for Declan Rice anymore. That's because they're after a new center back. Shocker. <sighs> of course, like, as an RB Leipzig fan, I just want to be very clear. This is a rough episode, rough episode for me. Like, this is a very rough episode because... Yeah, RB Leipzig is getting fucking... We are, like... Torn apart. Like, I'm used to a guy two guys a window getting taken i think like five rb leipzig guys are already gone and like there's even rumors that like two more and it's like man finishing third every other year in the bundesliga is always fun and then it's like this happens but um gvardiol the uh center back um the croatian center back who oh my god i think actually might be one of the best center backs in the world of football uh, apparently, it's going to take Manchester City roughly 100 million euros to push this over the line. Manchester City have already gr- agreed to personal terms with the player. He will be given a five-year deal if the personal terms are correct. RB Leipzig won 100 million. I think Manchester City are roughly in the 85 million euro ballpark area. So, JD, the the the. The teams are not far off. Man City are the only team in this race. I think if you can get this to 92-93, I don't see where RB Leipzig can really say no. Just get to the biggest center back sale in the history of football. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. RB Leipzig have the benefit of consistently being able to replace players like that. I mean, they replaced Konate and Upamakano with Bardiol. And they'll replace him with somebody for fifteen million, and in two seasons he's gonna go for sixty or seventy. So I, it, it, they do it with every position. They just sold in Cuckoo, um, and they just sold a very exciting player that we'll get to. Yeah, don't even. And I'm sure, and I'm sure you're happy about that one, Matt, because it, it it almost came out of nowhere. It, it inklings of the Fabinho deal from 2017. We'll get to it. I'm excited, but in a different reason. Um, yeah, I think for Manchester City, it's like, okay, fuck. Go go ahead and get another fucking the best player at his position. Like, you only finished with fucking, what is it? They finished with a back three of Ruben Diaz. Um, John Stones. John Stones. And, and Kyle Walker. Not even Kyle Walker. Well, oh, no, not even Kyle Walker. Because Laporte, Laporte wasn't back. Laporte wasn't back. Uh, the Swiss center back. Um, oh, uh, Kanji. Uh, Kanji, yeah. uh, Kanji. Like, uh, okay, Pep, we fucking get it. You want to fucking collect all of the world's best center backs like it's fucking Thanos with the fucking Infinity Stones. Like, what, what are you going to do? Play a back four of just all center backs and then everyone else just goes all the way forward? Like, get out of here. Ugh. I, I hate it, but, like, financially for RB Leipzig, it's a massive win if you can get 90-plus because we did not play 
anything in the remote ballpark. I don't. I I really think we spent less than thirty to get him. So realistically, that's, that's what they do. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like it's like Dortmund. No, yeah. no matter who they sell, they will immediately replace yeah. it with somebody for twenty percent of the cost, and they'll keep on yeah. kicking. Yeah. Uh, another rumor. Um, so everyone knows at this point about the Mason Mount thing. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Um, Chelsea um, now selling Mason Mount uh, have gone complete focus to bringing in Casado from Brighton. Uh, I, I I think this is another one of those, where do you put them? Like, you have 11 players on the field. Where where are we putting these people? Like, it's... Yeah. It, it's, like, I get it, he will be your starting CDM, but what did you just spend $100 million on Enzo Fernandez for? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely confused that... The thing is, like... And I use Manchester United as an example. You bring in all these new managers and they want to bring in their guys. But the problem is, is you have all the old managers guys. So you have to find a way to make it all work. And it never fucking works. Like, yeah, I, 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 just... I think Caicedo, he, he is a very good CDM. But again, yeah, you just spent however much, you know, over a hundred million on Enzo Fernandez. And what are you going to do? Play two CDMs that both cost a hundred million? Like, that's not a good way to play. I I just don't see that being an improvement on Chelsea's form. Yeah. Because at that point, you're sitting back. You're you, If you're going to play a 4-3-3 with two CDMs, you're... Like, you're going to have Nkuku through, you know, as a, as a number 10 and whoever whoever the fuck up top and then whoever the fuck on the wings I, I can never get it straight like mudrick i like it, it just doesn't make sense like the formation that chelsea is trying to go for with having two two out and out cdms isn't going to give them better results no. they're just going to hold the ball they're going to sit back and they're probably eventually going to get picked apart because enzo didn't really look that good and if and if enzo didn't look good in this team i don't think i say going to look any better I, just, I think yeah. he's a great player, but I, it doesn't... Chelsea is probably not going to be an improvement for him. Yeah, I... I'm interested to see what this Chelsea team looks like. Because, again, you're in that still weird transition with a lot of out, a lot of in. And it's like, it looks like they're still trying to find bigger and better pieces. And it's like... Like, what are we doing here? This, this, this doesn't make sense. Like, if I was a Chelsea fan, I'd be so fucking confused i'd be so confused it's like dude who what are we playing who are we playing when are we playing how are we playing it's just there's it's a who what where when and why scenario where it's like i genuinely don't know anything about like jd you yes liverpool are going through a transition right now but i bet you right now you could you could name your starting 11 Man United are going through a bit of trying to fill a few pieces, but I can probably guess my starting 11. For 15 teams in the Premier League, you could probably guess your starting 11. Chelsea are not one of those teams. Like, genuinely, they are, they are, they are probably, realistically, the last team to predict their starting 11. Like... It's just not good. It's not good yeah, football. It, it, it's it's not good for the fans. It's not good for the team on the field. It, it, it's it's just like Chelsea I, are a shit show. Like no I matter no matter what big names they bring in, for some reason we're still sitting here thinking, wow, 
this is a shit show. Like, it's almost like stop. Like, it's almost like, you know what would do Chelsea a lot of good right now? Doing nothing for, like, a month. Just like, be quiet. Just be quiet. Just be Don't quiet. Go into the radar. Yeah. Bring... You, you already have Nkuku coming in. We knew about that. That's... I. He is a fantastic player. He, he is a player that might improve this Chelsea team. You've done enough. Like... How about how about get Mudrick into some shooting practice? Like I, there, uh, there's so much more you can do other than just sign any big name that yeah. that comes up. Like again, like and and I, it's 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 exactly that. Like you don't have to be in every single big name in the market. Like you don't have to dip your name into that ink. Like you could just like hey, I see Canseco's available, but we don't want him. We don't need him. Like you can say that. And I think Todd Bully is just, like, really, really, like, he's so, like, just in the mood to just spend money because he thinks he's doing the right thing, when really he's just going to put Chelsea not only in a financial hole, but a football hole. Because you one ball, there's one ball on the field, just one, and you can't have 28 guys, you know, all trying to chase one ball. So, um... Uh, another one that broke actually earlier today, a few hours ago, uh, Manchester United agreed to personal terms with uh, Sofan Ambrata, uh, the Moroccan from uh, Florentina. Uh, I remember. Wait, wait, who? What's his name? Uh, Ambrat. Ambrat, the Moroccan, I believe. Uh, Amrabat. Amrabat. Yes. Amrabat. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought you were yes. talking about. I was like, I was like, I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. Um. This player had an amazing World Cup. This player yes, is did. very, very good in, for Florentina. Um, Fiorentina. No, Fiorentina. No offers have been made yet, but apparently Manchester United and the player have agreed to personal terms, which makes me think that, okay, I see what we're doing here. This is good. This is a little bit more offense. This is a little bit more the right thing. I don't know if this is the guy. Or if this is just the guy before the guy, because I wonder if Manchester United really are banking on the fact that Harry Kane does not sign a new contract with Tottenham and they don't sell him and they just pick him up as a free agent next year. I wonder if that's the long play. But hey, it, 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 no, he's a good like he's a good squad player. Yeah. I mean, if he he's like um, oh fuck, who did you who did you guys have on loan from RB Leipzig this season? Uh, RB Leipzig, oh, we. Yeah, who did you have on loan from RB Leipzig uh, this past season? Oh my God, why can I not think of his name? From RB Leipzig? Are you sure you're not talking about? Oh, um... oh, oh, Bayern from Bayern. He came from RB Leipzig. Oh my God, uh, uh, Sabitzer. Okay. Sabitzer. Sabitzer. Oh. he'd be he'd be like a Sabitzer where like he's not. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. he was at RB Leipzig, went to Bayern, and he was on. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Um, I I think of him as being from nope. RB Leipzig because that he'd be like a Sabitzer. Except if you got him on a permanent, he would just be a squad guy that could do the job. Yeah. And I think that's that's a good thing. He's probably better than Fred and McTominay put yeah. together. Uh, again, the key thing for Manchester United last year was when Bruno, Eriksson, and um, Casemiro weren't playing, it all fell apart. So bringing in someone, like we're going to describe Mount in a few minutes, like... You're, you're providing depth now to the midfield, which is huge. You have depth at the center. You have depth at the defense. You have depth in the midfield. Now you need to go out and just fucking find someone to put the ball in the fucking net. Final bit of biz, uh, rumors that are coming out. Um, James um, Trafford, 
the Manchester City goalkeeper is apparently linked to a move to Burnley. It looks like Burnley might be looking for their starting goalkeeper going into the Premier League season. Manchester City have quoted saying 19 million euros would be the move. Manchester City are selling backup backup goalies for 19 million and Man United can't sell Fred for 20. Set. Well, where's Dean Henderson in all this? Dean Henderson has been practicing with Manchester United because right now he's technically the number one. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Dean Henderson's flat out, and he's been very clear, even with his past thing, that like, hey, if I'm not number one, let me go. Like, And, and, and as you guys should, absolutely, you've been, you've been throwing absolutely. him, you know, promises and whispers for the last four seasons. And, and I say this, I... He Let had, him go. <laughs> during the COVID year, Dean Henderson literally was fighting with David De Gea for the number one spot. And he overall did a very good job. I will say this, and I have no issue saying this. If you don't get the Onana deal over the line, I am comfortable with Dean Henderson being our goalkeeper because maybe with the ball on his foot, he's not the best, but he has the ability to string a pass. And he's got a good football IQ. He knows when to go out. He knows when to stay back. He seems like a smart goalkeeper. He was doing phenomenal for Forrest before the injury. So it's truly one of those things where if he can come back and be the goalie he was prior to the injury, dude, I'd rather Man United save their money for a striker. I, I genuinely would be okay with Dean Henderson being the number one. Like, on this podcast, we've talked about Dean Henderson being one of three goalkeepers who should be representing his country in the World Cup. Maybe not as a starter, but at least yeah, as a backup. I, like, Yeah, I, I, think, I think I think Pope and Ramsdale are, are probably yeah. clear in the England thing. But who? What, what the fuck do we know? Pickford still starts every fucking well, game, Well, I just... You know, we were Everton getting relegated from never seeing Jordan Pickford be the goalie for England ever again. I know. I know. So, um, that is all the rumors as to this point. Now, yes, of course, it's 8.39 on Monday night as we're recording. And fuck if I know before this episode's over, some of these rumors become true or become not true. And it's just, it's just all over the place. But, um... We have a few hot topics to talk about late in the episode that also talk about transfer rumors, but JD, now we are going to focus on the done deals, the confirms, the here we goes, Fabrizio Romano specials. We have to start with one of the first big moves. Might have, I think JD, this literally happened the day we decided that like, hey, let's take next last week off. Tonali going to Newcastle. 70 million euros that includes add-ons so the add-ons are included there is a 10 percent sell-on clause so if newcastle ever decide to sell ac milan would make 10 percent of the sale i don't think they're going to this is a rock star signing i love this signing i'm jealous of this signing uh it, it is jd also funny enough the biggest sell in ac milan history did you know that I didn't. Um, I guess that makes sense. Because uh, I'll let you guess. See that that's the thing. Kaká was probably number two then. And there you go. No, nope. to Madrid. Yep, but... that was it. Kaká yeah. was the holding record. Now JD for bonus points. Can you what, guess uh, the sale 30, in euros? In euros. Thirty-five or forty. Sixty-seven was this really yes. it was that much because that was back in what two thousand eight two thousand nine. But you, you got to remember, didn't he just win? Oh yeah, uh, he yeah. had just won the Champions League. He just won the Ballon d'Or. Like, yes, I no, 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 no. He was he was worth it yeah. at the time. I just I was 
I just feel like transfer fees weren't that big back yeah. then. Because like, I, I thought Ronaldo just kind of crashed the market yeah, in 2009. Well, yeah. Yeah. Remind me. Um, <laughs> I, I have one problem with this move, JD. One problem and one problem alone. Probably should have been more, to be honest. One... Newcastle got this guy for a great price. That is 100% true. But yeah. this is oh this this is this is the problem I have. Now, yes. Tonali's getting the bag. He's getting paid. But apparently there are massive rumors, JD, that this man was in tears when this deal went like over the line. Like apparently he was genuinely genuinely upset well, that he's leaving AC Milan. He's- He's an Italian guy through and through. He he wanted to go to AC Milan. He was so he was at Brescia uh, at a young age at Brescia. I I've been following this man's career since he was a teenager because of FIFA FIFA career mode. I used to always, I've I've said it many times on the yep. podcast. If you've been listening, you know I love this guy Tunali. I've been following him for so long. I remember when he went to AC Milan, he had a, he had a perfectly comparable offer from Juventus, and this is Juventus of a couple seasons ago where that probably you'd think would have been the better place to go. He wanted to go to AC Milan. So I that doesn't shock me that he wasn't that into leaving. But look, he's getting a bag. I can't believe Newcastle are doing as well in the transfer market as as they are because if you look at Chelsea, they're they're spending just as much money. Well, they're spending more money and getting no results. Newcastle are out here shrewdly and i mean shrewdly with the, especially with tonali at his age at his ability at his experience i just i can't believe they got this done i tonali is going to be a star yeah again my only worry is where is his heart because he's a baller we know he's a footballer but like watching him play for ac milan dude you want to talk about a guy who would have killed another guy for the badge of ac milan is he going to bring that same fire to Newcastle, to England? That's going to be my uh, my only concern. If, like, you know how, like, you, you buy a house and they tell you all the good things about the house, but then they give you the list of, like, the three things that need work. This is one yeah. of the things that need work. It's like, hey, just let you know, sometimes in the winter, the basement leaks. And it's like, hey. Also, somebody, also somebody got murdered in the hallway in the living room. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> That adds to the decor and the history of the house. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, only thing I want to say, as a as a footballer, I agree with JD 100%. 70 mil for this guy was a steal. The add-ons are included in that, so I don't think the price goes up any higher. So for Newcastle, this is a wonderful bit of business. I think if you get one more midfielder in there next to Bruno Gamarge and Tonali, I think you easily have one of the better midfields in the... Uh, Premier League. I don't think Joe Willock is the is is the other guy. I at least as a starter, I don't rate Joe Willock as being the other guy in that midfield three. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to see. But there was a rumor that Newcastle only had like eighty million to spend, and they might have just spent ninety percent of it on a guy. So, but that's still I, honestly you that's still worth it. <laughs> so, um, small transfer to talk about now. Bert Verbjergen. Coming Fucking over. Who? Bert van Bjergen. Yes, if you haven't heard of him, he is, a, of course, Dutch goalkeeper on his way to Brighton Hove Albion. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up, only reason why I'm bringing this up, first of all, one, 
We love Brighton. Let's be very clear about this. Big Brighton fans on this podcast. Uh, I will be rooting for them heavily. Heavily, JD. On the 28th of July. I have a Brighton jersey in the mail. Huge Brighton guy. I'm going to have a seagull hat. Up the seagulls, baby. That's what they, you're going to see me third row by the goalpost. I'm going to be obnoxious. You're going to look such a fucking loser. I can't. I'm going to be obnoxious. I'm thinking about painting my face blue, JD. I'm thinking about doing <laughs> the, 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 the stripes on the face, like one blue, one white, one blue, one. I, I want to be obnoxious. I want to be. I also want to sit exclusively next to a Newcastle fan. I just haven't. Oh, just, well, you you might get your wish on that one. I just don't know which Newcastle fan yet. But um, the reason I, why. I, I, think the, I think the Newcastle fan knows which <laughs> Newcastle fan it's going to be. The whole game, I'm just going to be in his ear going, Seagulls! Seagulls! Oh, my God. Uh, the reason why I bring this up is because why would Brighton need a goalkeeper? They have Sanchez, which makes me think, is Brighton is the next well they weren't playing sanchez for the last like two months yeah but he was still their big target uh he's still their big number one and i was interested about this move because it's like ooh, is sanchez on his way out because there were rumors at the beginning of the transfer window that teams like tottenham and other teams looking for a goalkeeper might be interested in his services so i don't know about you jd i just this this piqued my interest a little bit where it's like hmm why would brighton need a goalkeeper yeah, Sanchez might be out. I, I he wasn't playing the last couple weeks. Um, that uh, I can't think of his first name, but his last name is Steele, um, S T E L E, and he actually looked pretty good. So I I don't know. I I think Sanchez might be out. Um, I I don't think he was injured. So I think it was I think it was genuinely just Brighton are kind of done with him. But I I also rate Robert Sanchez yeah. very highly. Yeah. So. And that's what I'm saying. I wonder if Brighton might be trying to cash in while they can, while Sanchez's value is so high. Like, you know, and again, Brighton's one of those teams that find these players. Like, literally, like, JD finding Tonali in 2018. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Like... Yeah, what what, what the fuck team is Brescia? Yeah, like, I, I'm not trying to be mean here. Everyone, please remember the name Bert Van Bjergens, because I bet you in like seven years that goalie's gonna sell for like ninety five million euros, and we're all gonna be sitting here going, "Where were we?" It's gonna be it's gonna be United, and then they're gonna immediately put him out on loan to Nottingham Forest. Yep, absolutely, definitely. Uh, Dean Henderson will still be on the club. Dean uh, Henderson <laughs> might become the new Sergio Romero. Uh, the only difference is Sergio Romero started for Argentina for a while. Yeah. It's like we all forget, like, Sergio Romero, like, was both the Argentina national team goalie and the backup at Manchester United. Like, yeah. at the same time. Like, yeah. It, it, that was wild. Like, yeah. Argentina were stacked. And we're talking, like, 2014 World Cup, which Argentina was in the final, obviously lost. Um, but, man, Romero was really good. That's the funny part. Like,. Uh People for, people forget Sergio Romero, that amazing run Man United made in the Europa League. Like, David De Gea didn't play a game in the Europa League. That was all Sergio Romero. Like... Yeah, I felt, I felt bad for him for years. It's like, damn, dude, you could start at most teams in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, he was getting the bag at United. Of course he was. Of fucking course he was. Um, next one on the list, Mason Mount to Manchester United confirmed... 
55 million euros, five with add-ons after. It is a five-year deal. Mason Mount becomes the fifth highest paid Manchester United player coming in at just around, like, I think it was like 240, 250,000 uh, pounds a week, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Like that, that, that information could be incorrect. But, um... As a Manchester United fan, I, I think I'm more just happy about a signing than this signing. Like, I'm happy because Mason Mount provides depth in the midfield. He immediately replaces Erickson. He has the ability to go forward. He has the ability to play on the wing if need. He has a big football IQ. Like, he checks a lot of the boxes that, like, I should be excited, JD. But then I turn my attention right back to, we didn't need an attacking midfielder this window. Like, I'm looking at the... Sh I, I'm looking I like to think that Manchester United needed to kind of strengthen their English core. I think I think it's possible because you need to have that a certain amount of players. Yeah, I get it. Players. I get it. And, and you're, get, you're getting a guy that is a guy. Like, he, he is a guy that can come in and produce something. He's good on set pieces. He, he can link up play. 55 million for one year left on his contract. You're paying an English tax there. That's kind of why Liverpool yeah. pulled out. I think Liverpool would have, you know, moved harder for this if if it wasn't that high. Yeah. Um, but you're still you're still getting a good play. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think this is a yeah. bad deal. Yeah. I he's younger. He, he's still young. I 24. think he's 24. 24. 24. 24. Yeah. yeah. Certainly still has his prime. He, he's not in. He's uh, just reaching his prime yeah. right now. Um, player for England. I, I I don't I don't think this is a bad deal. I think you may have overpaid a little bit, yeah. but, but either way, I I think I think he'll fit in this team pretty well. Yeah. I realistically, like I said, I'm not upset about this. I think I'm upset with the fact that it's like this isn't the like need. Like you know, like when you go for those in like who are into the NFL, you go into draft night and you have your needs board. Got your big needs board. What do you need? What 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 positions do you need to fill right this second? Attacking midfielder, I don't think was like higher than four. Like I think four might have been like where an attacking midfielder might have need to have been. But hey, I agree with JD. I agree with his analysis. I agree that he will make Man United better. He wasn't in need, but he will make Manchester United better. Having Christian Eriksen off the bench is now a huge asset. I think that's an asset. Being able to call on Christian Eriksen to not have to play 42 games, 45 games next year is probably big. So again, and it, like JD said, Mason Mountain is about to be into his prime. Again, I'm not mad. I just, I don't know what how much money we have because of the sale non-sale that's going on right now so um i'm i'm not upset i want to be very clear i'm not upset about this move and i hope mason mount works out well um instant memes of the chelsea fans with the banner going around mason mount the boy with a dream and like the whole internet went and it wasn't with chelsea like like f's in the chat. i mean i'm sure i'm sure mason mount wanted to be at chelsea but yeah, up but until it, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. But no, it's it's and it's weird. It's weird. You can't like, really blame him. I mean, he was look at what's happening to this team. Yeah. Well, if Mason Mount a kit like the a report that I was reading from like a a man uh, Chelsea fan page was how bad are things at the club? Like Kai Havertz. We'll explain Kai Havertz in a few minutes. 
But, like, other players, they were here. They didn't start here. They were on big wages. They're going to big wages. Like, but, dude, Mason Mount was a homegrown. Like, Mason Mount was, like, the kid on our team. Dude, if he's leaving, like, and apparently the deal that Man United offered Mason Mount is the exact same deal Chelsea offered, and he rejected Chelsea's offer. So it's like, what is Mason Mount seeing that, like, he can't say out loud? So, um, yeah. next one, interesting one, from Shakhtar Donetsk to Tottenham, Solomon coming over, um... We're going to have to follow up on this one because everything I read, JD, the transfer is on a free due to a specific FIFA ruling that's going on with Shakhtar Donetsk. Apparently, Tottenham got a free transfer. Like, Is it because of like a non-payment of wages I, or something like that? Is the contract terminated it, or something like that? I looked long and hard. That's what she said. I've never heard of the guy. And, 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 but apparently this guy rates really well. Uh, I reached out to my Euro Ukrainian... Uh, correspondent um, consistently starts for Shakhtar Donetsk is a really good oh, like above average squad player really contributes all over the pl all over the place I just more wanted to talk about it because this was just a random free transfer when I think this guy was evaluated in like the 50 million range so it's like the fact that Tottenham just got him for free is like that's a pretty yeah. like like I like free free is good like yeah, and free usually means very high wages, but in this sense, I doubt it. Yeah, like, no. um, JD, we're going to talk about him now. We're we're going to yeah. talk about him. JD's yeah. JD's we're gonna, about to talk about him. We're going to talk about him. Um, Liverpool pushing over the line, even when he not, was pronounce his name. Pronounce even, his no, name no, right no, because no. even when he was on the fucking it's team, it's not hard. No, it's not hard I, to pronounce. Absolutely a big old fucking lie. It's not fucking hard. Like it's not his in the first literally the first Instagram video yeah, I saw actually, from Liverpool no, no, was the, the no, guy asked, no. "Hey, how do you Dominic? How do you pronounce uh, your last name?" And he did see, it. And it was see, so easy. see, JD, see, JD stealing my thunder right now because legitimately, like legitimately, that's the video I was about to play. Oh yeah, because yeah, play it, play it. This is this is first of all what all teams need to do. Like all teams need to take guys who have obnoxious. Oh, I laughed so hard. I laughed so like, hard. Like, hold on. I'm, 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 I'm going to bring this up. So, Liverpool have signed uh, really clearly. Dominic, can I just check how we say your name correctly? Dominic Soboslai. Soboslai. Over the line. Over the line. Again, this is another RB Leipzig sell. 70 million seems to be the about number. JD, it was on a five year deal. He's a baller. He's a very, very good player. Uh, go off. Dude, King, go off. Go off. Liverpool have now McAllister. They have this guy. Uh, I'll tell you this Look, right now. The goal... But here's the thing. This is the prime. What did Liverpool need to do this year? They needed to revamp their midfield. What are Liverpool doing this year? They're revamping their midfield. Like, stop. Yeah. It's, it, let, me, let me tell you. Like, McAllister, we've talked about this. What a signing. You know, great. And, and for the for the money. It, it was great. So it's like, he's going to slot right in. I mean, 70 million is a lot, but yeah, this is a guy, 216 appearances for Leipzig, 62 goals. He's 22 years old, 32 international Hungarian caps for, with seven goals, which I'm a little shocked. It's not more, but I, he was born in the year 2000, Matt. Yeah. It's, I hate that. And he has 216 
games played for Leipzig. I I I, I, hate, I hate that number. I just want to be if you're born after 2000, I both resent you and hate you at the exact same time. I just this this was such a deal kind of out of nowhere. Like, you know, Sobosai was somebody linked with Liverpool for sure. Like he was obviously linked for the last, you know, couple months. But this just happened really quickly. Yeah. And honestly, I can't think of this happening since 2017, uh, was it 2017 or 2018 when we signed Fabinho? And it was literally yeah. just just happened. Like, all of a sudden, Fabrizio Romano on Twitter, here we go. Next day, literally, he's there having a medical. And promo video's already done. Like, I, I, was, I, I saw it, I was like, holy fuck. Like, okay, we're serious. Like, I thought McAllister was a great signing. Holy shit, this is amazing. Because... We just lost James Milner, Nabi Keita, and Alex Oxley-Chamberlain on a fr- on free, you know, just re- being released, and we've now replaced them with McAllister, with McAllister and Sobosai So far, we couldn't be doing any better. Yeah, this is this is this is good. Even if Liverpool don't spend another penny, which they're going to, they'll probably yeah I, yeah I, we're yeah we're gonna bring in probably Thurum from um didn't he just oh uh, yeah, from Lille didn't he just sign for someone or am I no, okay no, no um no. Uh, who am uh, I? but him and then there's I forget who the other guy is but uh, we're we're gonna sign another midfielder I'm sure um but and the, the nice thing is Sobosai is so versatile. He's an attacking midfielder that can also play on the wing. He can play in a Roberto Firmino-type role, like a false yeah. nine. I, it, that is such a good signing. Yeah. Like, whatever formation Liverpool decide to play, if Fabinho's in or Bicetic, you know, sitting back as the lone CDM, you have McAllister and uh, Sobosai. You throw Henderson in there for some games. Uh, you have Curtis Jones. You have you have Harvey Elliott. I, it, it's... It's looking really good for Liverpool's midfield for the upcoming yeah. season. No, it's and and oh, I forgot about Thiago. We still have Thiago. I mean, he's gonna be injured for half the season, but when he plays, yeah. he's good. I like this move for a few reasons. Number one, I do rate this guy. This guy was phenomenal for RB Leipzig. Again, this is like on the list of like I, I like. I'm gonna be watching a completely new RB Leipzig team next year, and I don't know if I'm gonna be even like remotely excited about it. Um, this guy ball, this, this guy balls, this guy is phenomenal. This guy is really impressive. Please do not go by the FIFA fucking rating. I don't like when people fucking, oh, oh God, Liverpool just signed a 70 million guy who's 79 overall on FIFA. Like, tell me you don't watch other soccer than outside of your little bubble. But no, this guy balls. JD, 70 million is a lot. That is a lot. I'm not gonna yes, lie. Yes, I, it is. I, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah. I fully agree. It is. It's a lot right? of it's. It's a lot of money. But he's 22 years old. Exactly. And with There's, so much with so much experience, I. It's I a, think it, in the long run, it, it could really be worth it. JD is just stealing the words out of my mouth. Um, this is also 100% a Klopp signing. Like, I know Klopp just loves this guy. I don't even have to think about it. Like Klopp just, Klopp engulfs himself in like these players. Like. Oh, you've well, never. Klopp, yeah. Klopp likes a guy from the from the Bundesliga. Like he has he has his guys that watch every game in person in the Bundesliga, and he knows what he's getting from this guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I I think like we'll, we'll probably do um, like an episode closer to the season when all the transfers are done and dusted. We'll probably do like an overall grade. But th- th- this 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 signing is awesome. This signing is awesome for Liverpool. Um, yeah, like, and again, it's there. There's no question of how or if they can, like, if he could slot. He's gonna just slot right in next to McAllister, and it. You know what's weird? 
I can see him in a Liverpool jersey, no problem. McAllister being in a Liverpool jersey is going to take a few weeks for me to like go, oh yeah, McAllister. Yeah, he plays for Liverpool. Like And he and McAllister's the number ten now. And Sobosla got the number eight, which is I it's cool to see. Just yeah. two guys coming in, getting huge numbers. I, I like to see it. Yeah. And, you know, a couple other Liverpool players uh, up their numbers. I know Luis Diaz just got the number seven now that James Milner's gone. But it's it's nice to see. James Milner had the number seven jersey. Like, I know. That's... I know. For, eight, for eight seasons. Like, eight seasons. Such a prestigious number, and James <laughs> Milner had it. Like, hey, man, he's played he's played more Premier League games for Liverpool than any other team. I, and I, he's, like, what, he's number three or is he number two now on the i think he's number two on the most no. the most appearances all time no because i think it's still it's gareth gareth barry's number and one. i think ryan giggs is after oh is yeah. ryan giggs still number two okay but yeah i mean james Miller's probably gonna play a ton of games for Brighton. yeah oh no he might he might we might be on he, he might get that uh all james milner needs to do is shag his brother's wife and then he's in the same conversation oh. as ryan giggs so um <laughs> yeah fun fact um <laughs> Next signing, Nico Jackson from Villarreal to Chelsea Football Club. JD, cool. 37 million euros is the deal. Um this kid he's good. He this this kid this kid brings a lot of energy. Um honestly That's where that's where um uh Isak came from, right? Villarreal? Mm-hmm. Or am I getting am I getting my no, my yeah. mid table while we get teams? Uh no, up? yeah. Isak came from uh, Real Sociedad. So, so see that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm just um, getting my mid-table while we get teams mixed up. Here's here's why I want to talk about this for a few minutes. JD, it's another eight-year contract. Didn't Wait, didn't this didn't the rule just change? I, I don't know. But, JD, this has to be the fourth eight-year contract I've seen Chelsea offer a player. Like UEFA just changed that rule, saying you cannot do that. So, um, <laughs> or you can you can make it for eight years, but you can't spread out these massive uh it was something about the wages where it's like i i forget exactly what it was but yeah i that's at least from the last um fabrizio report it said eight years so subject to change but from what i was reading it's eight years that's why i wanted to bring this up like it's again it's just another chelsea signing and i want to talk about the signings but eight years is the more talking point about this it's more the like wait like you do realize you're gonna own this player his entire career and eight-year contracts just never pan out like they never do because for the first two or three years they're good but then they're shit for five and the problem is is they're on obnoxious wages and then they just it just it always spirals into something i i again it sucks but what it is what it is this this screams he's gonna be on loan for seven of those eight seasons couldn't have said it better if I tried. I love this next signing we're going to talk about. I love this next signing we're going to talk about. From Villarreal to the Prem, Paul Torres is reuniting with Unai Emery at Aston Villa Football Club. Here we go, confirmed. Medicals coming up in the upcoming days. I have not been able to find the cost. I have not been able to find the contract information. Pal Torres going to Aston Villa is going to be both weird and exciting at the exact same time because Pal Torres is such a gem of a center back 
And, like, we are only two years ago from, I think, Manchester United, Liverpool, and, like, one other club offering 70-plus million for him. And it's, like, one of these things where it's, like... And then he goes to Aston Villa. Like, I love football sometimes. Yeah, Pal Torres is a fucking baller. I'm... You know, I'm like, I, 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 at first I was like, holy shit, Villa. Like, how did they get this done? And then I think, you know what? Villa are fucking good. Like, they're fucking good. And they're and playing European football. Like They're playing they, European football, yes. So I, I don't think this is necessarily a step down for him. I think two seasons ago it would have been. But right now, Villa are flying. And if they can if they can use him properly, which I don't know how they couldn't, um, this will only be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, him and Tyrone Mings together in the midfield is that's going to be a nice pairing. Like genuinely, if they can get a good chemistry setup between um, Martina, um, yeah, Mar- Douglas Louise. Doug, well, no, yeah, well, I'm saying Douglas Louise, Martinez in net. You know, if they can get a good, uh, I can see something magical happening with that. That's accident. a good diamond. That's a good diamond. That's, a defensive diamond. Absolutely, right there, yeah. absolutely. So. Um, that's, that's, again, we're not giving out grades yet, but awesome job. Uh, James Madison from Leicester City Football Club going over to Tottenham for 40 million euros. Uh, love this deal. I actually really like this deal for Tottenham. It is, because you think to yourself, Tottenham haven't had a good cam in a very long time. And now James Madison offers the ability to unlock more offense going forward. Uh, I, I'll be honest, with the new coach, we don't know what their new system's going to be like. I don't know if it's sit back, absorb pressure, hit on the counter, or if it's a little bit more ball retention. But James Madison offers you something very different going forward offensively that they didn't have in the midfield. And for 40 million euros, that is about the price I felt like someone would pay for a relegated cam. Like, you know... Yeah. I think it's a good deal. Um, like you said, they like Tottenham haven't really had a dependable like center attack midfielder in a while. I don't think they've had one since Erickson, and that was yeah. Erickson, a young Erickson, and going into his prime. And I think James Madison can kind of be on the same level with his attacking output, his link up play, and his set piece, his set piece taking. I, I think that's a huge plus with this deal. And yeah, you're getting a relegated player, but. Madison was bigger than Lester. And I think he knew that. I think the fans knew that. I I think this is a good deal. Yeah. Um, my apologies in advance for anyone listening, hearing pops in the background. Um, my neighborhood just goes obnoxious with fireworks. Like, all the time. Uh, earlier, so. in the, earlier in the episode, I was... I was hearing it. Yeah, too. it's not, just... Not you, no, in my Oh, in, my in yours. Okay, I yeah. yeah. I just... I just... I see the blip every now and again when I hear a pop and I'm just like, yeah, if you hear that, it's not our microphones, it's just America. Because nothing screams America like shooting fire into the sky. Just uh, ruining the atmosphere with uh, smoke. Just breathing in. <sighs> Let's talk about the big elephant in the room signing, which is Kai Havertz going to Arsenal from Chelsea Football Club. It is an ongoing trend. Arsenal Football Club picking up Chelsea players. 65 million euros that include um, that does not include the add-ons, so this price actually can get higher. We don't know what the ads on, uh, add-ons are, but... I hope it's a Ballon d'Or clause. No, that would only if he went to Man United. <laughs> like, guaranteed, don't even have to think about it, in Mason Mount's contract is a Balloon d'Or clause, and... <laughs> yeah. 
Let's hit that, baby. I'll pay that any day of the week. Um, <laughs> yeah, JD and I have not been subtle about our opinions about this uh, deal. Um, yeah, I feel like we've already talked for like five minutes about this when we weren't even talking about him. Yeah, who who's playing where? Because this is like he's not starting over Gabby Jesus. And if he does, Gabriel Jesus is immediately going to turn around and go, cool, you can sell me now because I left Manchester City for this bullshit. Like, And, he, and he's not starting over um, Odegaard. No. If, you play, if you're trying to play Havertz as a cam, like, no fucking way is he starting over Odegaard. I, I just, I don't see the need to spend this amount of money. If they were able to get Havertz for some cut price deal of like 30 or 40 million, by all means, yes, that's great depth. That is way, 65 plus adults, way too fucking much. And it's just... For a guy that probably won't start. And not just that, JD. We were only a few weeks ago talking about Sokka getting the big, big, big boy contract. Kai Havertz is on basically the same deal. Yeah, that's absurd. Um, there was a there was a really funny tweet of like an Arsenal fan page like quoting Kai Havertz saying, "Yeah, sources confirm Kai Havertz has bought in on the uh, Arteta project." And then the next tweet behind that was, "Kai Havertz will be on three hundred and twenty five thousand pounds English pounds a week." And it's like, yeah, he was he was bought in all right. He, he, he was bought in on something. Yeah, I don't know if it was the dream, but <laughs> it's somebody's dream. Uh, but yeah, maybe a midfield three of Odegaard, uh, Havertz, and Declan Rice, but that's like, you're asking Declan Rice to play all the defense, like all yeah, the defense. Yeah, you're, you're getting nothing defensively. Like, I'm not saying you need, like with Chelsea, you don't need two out and out CDMs, yeah. but you need to have one of those midfielders that isn't Declan Rice be a box to box guy. Yeah. Um... That's that's again. That's a very like we're gonna we're gonna have to wait and see that one. But uh, Angelo uh, Gabriel uh, coming from Brazil to Chelsea Football Club. This is another one of the wonder kids they're signing. Fifteen million euros. Um, one to watch. That's that's really I just wanted to talk about. There's apparently a lot of like uh, never heard of him, but yeah, yeah. If, he, if he's one of those young yeah. kids from from Brazil, uh, yeah, he's probably gonna get loaned out to. And that's, um, What's that team that they always loan to? Chelsea. Uh, Crystal uh, Crystal Palace. The, no, well, no, no, I mean the um, not in England. The the one with the black and the black and yellow stripes. Uh, Vitesse. Uh, Vitesse. Oh, okay. They they in in yeah. recent history they always loan players yeah. there. Um, so who knows? I mean, here's the thing. He if he's coming straight from Brazil and he's young, he might not even have a work permit in in the UK. So we might not see this kid for like two seasons. Yeah. So. He might be immediately loaned out on a two se- two uh, two season long loan. That's usually how those work. I, I mean, it-, it depends. It's different if you're like Real Madrid, but although Real bought that guy uh, with Endrick or whatever, um, he's he's like sixteen. He's I don't think he's coming to Real Madrid for like two or three seasons, which is just because it's it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's just yeah. Um, we talked about it on the previous episode. Um. Gundogan is officially gone from Manchester City. Uh, Kovacic officially confirmed with the club twenty-five million dollars, twenty-five million euros, with five added on, making it a total of thirty. Um, yeah, that's that's a like for like swap because I think Kovacic in Manchester City system can do exactly what um, Gundogan did 
and like yeah i like, mean maybe, maybe not to the same degree i think they're a bit of different players i think i think gundawen is a very he's a guy that you can depend on when it really matters yeah. i'm not saying kovacic isn't that guy we just haven't seen him have to be yet so i i, I get what you mean by like a like for like swap but I, it shall be seen i think the price is a great price yeah um, you're getting a very, you know, proven player. I, I just, I don't know. How, how, City, City, just get these fucking deals done. I, I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously, he's getting a fucking bag. Yeah. There's no question about that. Yeah, I think like, you know, everyone's like, oh my god, you know, you look at Holland, and Holland only went for sixty five because the like the, uh, the uh, yeah, well, he's getting paid like two hundred seventy five thousand pounds a week. Two hundred seventy five is a joke. He's getting paid. I think like the breakdown was eight hundred something. Like he's okay. yeah. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Man, okay. Man City are literally paying this guy damn near like almost a million dollars a week. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holland could have gone to a lot of teams for that price because that's what that's what his release yeah. clause was. Most teams couldn't pay that much. Yeah, so you know, wages for it. Um. Let's talk about a few of the Premier League outs, players leaving the Premier League and uh, not returning. Uh, Azpilicueta from Chelsea officially going to Atletico Madrid. Uh, loyal service. I didn't see that, actually. Yeah. Is that confirmed? That's, That's confirmed. confirmed. That's confirmed. He is out All the right. door and gone with um, Atletico Madrid. That works, because I think he plays fine with Diego Simeone's system at atletico madrid he's what he's yeah. going but he's going back to yeah. spain like his his home country yeah. that that makes sense yeah. um we were talking about it uh briefly at the beginning of the episode where we were talking about david de gea so david de gea is now officially a free agent apparently manchester united are still in the hopes of talking to de gea so he could take another significant pay cut apparently de gea was willing don't to don't uh, Don't act like De Gea is not going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's and that's the thing I wanted to talk about. David De Gea is now just getting married. Funny enough, he got married this past weekend, and he he wasn't married really. Yeah, uh, had a child, but was boyfriend girlfriend with. Interesting. Yeah. So okay, um, I, okay, I have nothing wrong with yeah. that. I just I I'm okay. JD's a yeah. JD's a big marriage guy. JD big marriage guy. No, I just I just most most. Most professional footballers at that age are, are just usually married. I, they just are. I, am I wrong? Funny, like, funny enough, Bernardo Silva got married this past weekend too. So everybody's getting ma- yeah, every, yeah. everybody's getting married. Um, well, De Gea is like five years older than, than him. Yeah, but, but <laughs> um, I'm interested to see if De Gea is willing because I think, and this is just me out loud saying, if Man United can get Onana, and De Gea is willing to take even another massive significant pay cut. I'm talking be in the ballpark of backup salary. I truly wonder if he would come back to be a part of the Ten Hag project just as the backup keeper. He plays the cup games, like stuff like that. I wonder. I I, I just, again, I, I don't know. It's kind of, it's... Wouldn't you rather have... I mean, Dean Henderson is probably not going to be that guy because he's been that guy for like five more seasons or five seasons prior but wouldn't you rather you know have a younger guy do that yeah like absolutely absolutely (laughs) without hesitation absolutely um like i said with dean henderson it's literally going to be he's either starting or he's out like and i actually think dean henderson will straight pick up his shit and fucking and fair play to him he's been he's been tossed around this club way too long agreed 
agreed. I can't disagree with you. And it's upsetting me because I actually, I think Dean Henderson deserves a shot. He never got a shot. He deserved a shot. Um, got some sad news. Sace Fabregas is officially hanging up the boots. He is retiring and he will be pursuing a career in coaching. Um, def- I didn't know he was still playing. Yeah. Uh, was he in what? Turkey? Yeah, I think, I think so. That, that's where, yeah, that's where I assumed he um, was. I, I had no actual knowledge of that. I'm just guessing. He wills. He says he would like to coach. I think Sace Fabregas is going to be a phenomenal coach. I think Sace Fabregas needs to come back to football immediately because the world is better when Sace Fabregas is playing football because he is he's one of those guys who's just so fucking smart. Like, players like him, like, you know, Xavi Ch- Alonso. Alonso, Iniesta, Juan Mata, there's a theme, Spanish midfielders, who, like, their football IQ is just obnoxious. Like absolutely fucking obnoxious but jd as well bobby firmino has a new club he's on his way to saudi arabia to finish out the back leg of his career or at least the upcoming years i think bobby firmino is eventually going to come to the mls but jd he's going to be going to saudi arabia what are your thoughts i i'm a little i'm a little surprised actually (laughs) i i thought he was gonna go to barcelona to be perfectly honest um that not that i knew how barcelona would get that one over the line but i look there's certain players that you can say why the fuck are you going to saudi arabia right now and then there's other players like i I, at this point like for me it's like you know what go fucking get your bag or like kareem benzema go fucking get your bag like whatever who cares like go have fun uh you know tear apart this league um and then yeah come come to the mls because for me it's like 31 or 32 he's not that old that's where i'm like a little shocked but at the same time like yeah go get your money um he has he has a great family like i don't know if you're if you're a liverpool fan he did uh liverpool uh produced a uh, like documentary series about his time at, you know growing up coming to liverpool and then throughout his liverpool career it's really cool i watched the first i think it's three episodes i watched i watched the first episode and i'm gonna watch the next two and it's really it's it's really cool it's very heartwarming like he's very oh he's very much like a family person so i you know what i for just me personally like go get your money set your family up for life and then if you want to come to mls come to the Philly union and just tear apart defenses there he's going straight to orlando <laughs> Like without hesitation. Yeah, I no, like, I know, I know, I, I know, like, I know. That, that's not how the Philly Union do do it. So like, I know they're not going to sign him. But I actually like, think he was linked to a link to St. Louis. I think like I think at like one point there was super th- random. Th- there's like there was literally a like St. Louis is interested in liver in Liverpool forward Bobby Firmino at end of contract. Like I remember that, and I was like, that would be a weird one. Like Bobby, that Fir- would yeah, be very that, was, that that's weirder than the Saudi yeah, League. So. Um, another Chelsea player is on the way out. Ruben, Ruben Loftus-Cheek is on his way to AC Milan. Uh, I think the deal is... To an alley replacement? Yeah, I probably... Yeah, he can't... Probably, probably not. No, probably, probably not. not. <laughs> um, I think, like, I think the deal was even less than, like, 20 million euros. Like, this is just Chelsea getting him off the books, and that's what Chelsea have to do. That's... Chelsea are doing a really good job at just getting everyone the fuck away from their club. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Christian Pulisic is apparently also one of the names that's on their way out. I literally wrote two names down, and both names have been discarded since. It was Lyon and Byron Leverkusen. Apparently, there is um, 
I thought AC Milan was that's kind of and, and that's what it is. AC Milan looks to now be the front runner to the Christian Pulisic sweepstakes. Um, yeah, bring Christian Pulisic to Syria. That's I actually would like that. I think that would be. I'm I'm afraid I'm afraid that he will not play as much. Not not because he's not good enough. I think he will get injured in Syria. That's that's my only worry. Well, is that Christian Pulisic the problem? The problem that he faced at Chelsea is that. As good of a technical player he is, he can be frail, and not not in a bad way. Like it, it's just certain leagues are more physical. Syria is one of those leagues, and I I that's what I that's my only worry. I, I think I think Leon would have been a good shout for him. Yeah, I probably the, the French league isn't quite as physical, and I probably would have. So the thing is, it's like I didn't get a Dortmund Pulisic jersey because. RB Leipzig fan. I didn't get a Chelsea Pulisic jersey because Man United fan. If he went to Lyon, I would go get myself a Lyon Christian Pulisic jersey because I could finally say I fucking have one. Like, it's like one of those things where, like, I have no ties to this. Like, dude, just get a U.S. men's national team Pulisic jersey at that point. Yeah. Oh, no, you'd have to get a Tyler Adams jersey. Yeah. If, any, if, if anybody. Yeah. Like, I, I, would, I would love to get a Brandon Aronson jersey for the U.S. men's national team. And that, is that a good segue? Well, because you saw the breaking news. Well, I that's I was just about to. I, that was that's the next name on the list. I I know JD can't see through a video cam, but Brendan Aronson. Brendan Aronson will officially be going to loan to Union Berlin for the upcoming season. JD, Brendan Aronson's playing Champions League football. <laughs> from yep. relegation to Champions League football, as he should be. Um, that's a great move. That's a great because that's a great move for not only Brendan Aronson but Leeds as well because Leeds can now fight to try to get promoted, which Brendan might want to come back and play with Leeds. And at the exact same time, Brendan Aronson I think suits really well in the Bundesliga, so I think that also like just naturally works. I think that's just that that's a fit. That's just so. But yeah, JD, I'm I I love this move. I think it's good for Brendan Aronson. I think all positive vibes on my I, end. And you know what's cool? We might... Well, not even we might. We probably... Well, I, it depends on Frankfurt, on how on their player management, but we might get to see Brendan and Paxton play each other. Ooh. Because Paxton, his younger brother, Paxton Aronson, plays for Frankfurt. He's, Paxton is also... I He might be 20 now, but um, he was 19 when he went. He Young player. He wasn't... I don't... I really haven't been following it enough as, as much as I should. Because, you know, these Philly Union Academy graduates, I, I try to follow them as they, you know, embark on their European adventures. Um, I don't think Paxton Aronson was really playing much for Frankfurt, uh, at, you know, at the end of the, at, or the second half of the season. But that might happen, you know, this coming season. If Paxton can get into the Frankfurt lineup, that would be kind of cool. From, from from a U.S. men's national team fan perspective, that would be kind of cool to see the Aronson brothers playing against each other because they play the same position which is kind of funny yeah like they both play pretty much a number 10 role attacking midfield they both can play on the wing like you know whatever but that would be that would be kind of cool yeah i i those photos are always nice the family photos on the field different jerseys mom and dad yeah the whole nine absolutely so um, I, coming from the same academy, yeah, it's, it's just cool. Yeah, the Philadelphia Union social media team is just going to be sitting there stroking themselves the whole time, oh like endless yeah, content, endless content, as as they should. Oh, absolutely! Oh, on. please, please, please! 
Red Bull New York still takes don't, credit. Say, don't yeah. act like Red Bull wouldn't do yeah. the same fucking thing. Like, <laughs> trust me, every single social <laughs> MLS social media team is all over that. Like, pro. Um, we have reached the end of the players talking point of this. So yeah, that's all the ins, the outs, and the rumors. Um, a few talking points before we hit a few fan questions on the way out. Roy Hodgins has agreed to come back as Crystal Palace head coach for 2024. What did what did they put they they, they put a bunch of like uh like car battery plugs into his back and just reanimated his body. It's like, "Hey, sign one more year." Crystal Palace why? Like you don't owe this man anything. Like I refuse. I refuse to believe Crystal Palace interviewed 20 plus managers and went no, let's just give the job to Roy. Like, like, I, I, I just, I, I, I don't understand how this man is still working. Like, I, he can barely stand. Like, I, <laughs> I, I refuse to believe. I don't care about age. I really don't give a fuck about age. I just refuse to believe that even if twenty was the amount of people they interviewed, their board of directors, the head of football, all sat in a room together and went, you know what? Roy, I think, is going to be the guy to take us this year. Like, it, it's... Well, you know you know what you're going to get out of him. And this this screams unambitious club yeah, from Palace. Yeah, it, it does. It, you, are com- you are comfortable finishing the yeah. league anywhere yeah. between 13th and 9th. And we, and, like, and we have... That is, un- that is unambitious. And we have a fan question coming up about Wilfred Zaha because he's rumored that he, because he's a free agent... Saudi league. Free agent. It, exactly. So... Uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about, JD, before we got to the fan questions was Arsene Wenger's new offsides rule, which declares that Hell yeah. parts of your body can be past the last defender to to be counted. Like, you, like basically, your fingernail it can be on an offsides position and you're good. Basically, it's not going to come Well, it's more it's more it's more complicated than that. It's really it's it's like the opposite where the any body I thought it was that it was any body part that could play the ball. It just can't be um fully past the last defender or something like yeah. that. It, basically, your your shoulder and fucking arm and your knee can be past the last defender as long as other another part of your body is behind the defender. Yeah. Which is almost like the holy shit just common sense. Like he's not gaining an unfair advantage yeah. by doing that. Um there will be so many more goals. I I want to be very clear about this. There cool. there will Lovely. be there will be so many goals. Uh, preemptively hammer the over. Like, I don't know if the Premier League has already set a total season goal, like, over-under. No, I, but I think I think in, a, in, a, in a, the immediate aftermath of the... I, and this is not coming to the Premier League anytime soon. Just yes. so everyone yeah, knows. What it, this is getting trialed. Yeah, what's this it? is getting trialed in, in the U21 divisions of, like, what? Netherlands, Italy, and somewhere else. Yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know. Switzerland? I, I, yeah. I, I, forget, I forget where it was. This is being trial. Yeah. But, hey, so so was VAR. And guess what? We've had that for fucking seven years. Hey. I have a dream. I do have a dream. Oh, don't don't do that. Um... But that's everything, at least on the schedule from today's episode. We're going to hit some awesome fan questions now. Um... Yeah, this is... This has been good. This has been fun. It's good to catch up. There was a... Like, literally, JD and I joked... Like, 
Now nah, we could like, well, let's take a break this week. We don't need to. It's been very quiet. And I think the second I hit send on the it's quiet part, Fabrizio Romano crashed through my door like the goddamn Kool-Aid man and went, here we go, motherfucker. Like 45 times. <laughs> oh. And apparently Sergio Ramos is apparently linked with Inter Miami. And I don't even want to open that at all on this episode. Like... Hey, Bus Busquets, I don't know if we talk about it. Busquets confirmed. Yeah, I just... Football is dead. The, sorry, not football. The MLS is dead. Um. Also, fun fact. Uh, I'm going... Well, hopefully. Hopefully. If I can find somebody to watch my fucking dog this weekend, I'm going to DC United versus Inter-Miami on Saturday. I got a free ticket for my friend. Nice. Yeah. In my Messi will not be playing. In, my, in <laughs> Miami, right? No. It's in DC. <laughs> JD's taking. I don't know for sure yet, though, because uh, I, I have to. I, I'm dog sitting my parents' dog for the next week and a half, and I need to find somebody to watch my dog, whether it's a sibling or a friend. If you go, I just need you to have a sign that just on the top of it says "at the EPL boys," but on the sign it says "where's Messi?" question mark Like I'll be like traveled 200 miles yeah. to see the goat. <laughs> That's it. Do you, wait, do you think okay? Cringe. If you no, don't know no, cringe. It's it's cringe. It's no, fake. Do you think it was a do you, was it a setup? Yes, yeah, absolutely, it was a setup. absolutely, absolutely. Was it still was it still really funny? Oh no, it was hysterical. It was hysterical. It was still really. It funny. was hysterical. But like, who goes to a game in a plain pink hoodie? Like, yeah, well, yeah. and was it? And it was funny because it was the Philly. It was the, it was the game, the Inter Miami versus yeah. Philly in Philly, and the Union social media team is like better luck next time like they were the one making fun of it who knows if it was a setup yeah, it probably was I, but it i think it was if it was if it was the, on the union side great fucking social media right there but <laughs> yeah i i it was cringe like if things are it was if, no it was if things yeah. are too cringe i have the feeling like a social media team is the like is the piece that put it together so yeah um, yeah possibly but it, i i think if, if it was like the philly union doing that they got a lot of traction from that, so good on them. <laughs> but right. let's hit a few of these fan questions to send everyone into the Fourth of July week off with a bang. Marco writes in thoughts on the Kai Havertz move to Arsenal. So we we did discuss it on the episode. JD and I are uh, again. I I'm not taking anything terrible move. It's not a good move because they already have. Like, it's like... His two positions locked down. Yeah, like, it's truly one of those things where, hey, mom, hey, dad, can we get Kai Havertz? No, sweetie, we have Kai Havertz at home. Like, And they're both kind of better than him. I'm interested to see where Mikel Arteta plays him. Because if it is kind of in a... Like, if he does find a way to play in the midfield alongside Odegaard and, you know, Declan Rice, if that deal also goes over the line, it's interesting to see if Odegaard's willing to be more of a box-to-box -box so Kai Havertz can stay forward, and if does that hurt Odegaard. And, again, it's there's a lot more questions than answers that come from this move. So, uh, J.D. Bryan now asks, who is your way-too-early signing of the summer so far? Sandro Tonali, honestly, Sandro Tonali. That's not even. It's not even close. I think. I think he was going to light up this league. Um. I I, I respect and like that. Uh, I am going to switch with Christopher and Cuckoo. Uh, I think that provides literally 
all that answers all of the center forward questions for Chelsea. Like we have made fun of Chelsea for quite some time about having center forward problems, Lukaku, Werner, Havertz, like the list goes on and on and on and on. Like I genuinely think and Cuckoo is going to work so well if like cuz again, striker false nine on the wing, he is going to provide scoring opportunities that the striker position for Chelsea really ha- like again, Chelsea last year weren't terrible defensively down the line. They were losing games one nothing along a lot of the way. Having someone like Christian Verincucu, it's going to change a lot of that dynamic. So, but yeah, I, I respect the fuck out of the Tonali uh, shout. Uh, Michael reaches out. How do you think Crystal Palace will do when Wilfred Zaha leaves? They'll still get mid-table. That's just what they do. And like I said, with Roy Hodgson, they know he's going to get them 11th place. Like, unambitious club. <laughs> they could do something. They, they should have stuck with Patrick Vieira. Young players would probably think like, oh, let me go play under Patrick Vieira. Like, young, promising players. No. Like, Zaha's going to leave for the Saudi League. Good on him. He never got his big move. But, like, let him get fucking paid. Like, cool. I, I, I have nothing against him doing that. Like, I really don't. Palace will be fine. They just won't get any better. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I... 14th. Quote me. That's, uh, that, and that, yeah, Qu- and that's still... Quote me. 14th. 14th speaks to me. I close my eyes and I just see the number 14. Like... Matt, it, it's, it's 14th, 13th, 11th, yeah, 12th. It's I, all the fucking I, that's same. What I'm sa- I am... My head says 14. That's it. That's 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 me answering the question. It's 14. JC writes, what would be the si- what would be the single biggest injury that would set back an entire team? Ooh. I have an idea, but I want to see if you match my idea. I want to say Kevin De Bruyne. Oh no, I think like if I think it's more position. Like what position on the field? would set back oh we can flip it we could do it either way well okay okay yeah what position okay um i also agree heavily with kdb um i i think city would get through it but they wouldn't get the output yeah. that they got last season um position though i think this is easy i think it's goalkeeper because like yeah. Usually the drop yeah, off because who is because you could have a world class goalkeeper. Yeah. You do not have a even relatively comparable yeah. backup if you have a world class goalkeeper like, because that because the backup knows he's probably not getting yeah. in there. So and like that's the thing is and you're so used to a chemistry with your center backs and your wing backs and your midfielders with having a specific goalie for distribution and then you got to flip it all around when you have someone else. Yeah, I, I I think that's that's a that's very true. Um, I think I think I mean if if you are dependent on your center forward producing goals, he goes down. I th- I think that's hard to replace. Or you could say it a lot about a lot of positions. I I think goalkeeper probably is the right answer, but but I do I I would say your your striker like look at United like yep. they have had a history of good strikers for the last couple of years. They really. If they've had the guy, like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, you had him for one season, and he was your fucking guy. How many goals did he score in the league? What, 20? Yeah. And just, just in the league, and then he scored like 29 or 30 in all competitions. 
You guys have missed that since you had him, and you only had him for one I, season. I just, I, I can't stress enough me saying out loud, I wish Edison Cavani stayed for one more year. If Edison Cavani played this year with Man United, we would have competed for second place. Like, yeah. legitimately. Like, I feel terrible that Edison Cavani was here, who could have easily scored 15 goals a season, but we had literally no one to give him the ball besides Bruno. Like, Rashford had a drop year. Ronaldo ball hogged. Like, we had the whole Mason Greenwood issue. It's, it's just there were too many things that happened during the end of Edison Cavani's tenure, and it broke my heart because he deserves so much fucking better. But Ooh, speaking of Mason Greenwood, still on the books. Yeah, apparently he's being touted. Apparently Roma is now a team who might be interested in Ooh. Mason Greenwood. How, how does that make you feel? Here's the thing. As a Roma fan. I, again, I, and it's not one of those like guilty until proven innocent, innocent until proven guilty things. There's video, there's photos, there's audio. Like, I, I'm real. It's the audio that's the. Worst. I'm really, I, honestly, I, I'm really upset that like the courts have like just like flat out go. Oh no, she says it's not a big deal, so we don't have to like go forward with this. And it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, he paid her. Yeah, it's it's one of these things where it's like. I don't know. I I'm, I have no comment, and it's like one of those things where it's like I don't know what I'll do. Like I won't know. I don't know what I'll do if Mason Greenwood ever steps on the field for Manchester United ever again. I really don't. I don't know what my honest to god reaction is gonna be. Like, no, Ed. Yeah, I I, I don't. I don't think you should know. Yeah. What you'll feel like. I I wouldn't either yeah. if I was in that position. So. Dom reach. Uh, Dom answers out. Will Stevie G be back in the EPL in the next five to ten years? So Steven Gerrard has accepted a position coaching in Saudi Arabia. We did not talk about that. But, um, yeah, JD, do you think he makes some money? He does a few things overseas, and then he, do you think he comes back home? I mean, that's usually what happens with English guys. Um, yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't say how well he's going to do in the Saudi League because it's the fucking Saudi League. Who the fuck knows? It could be the... Well, it is pretty much the new Chinese Super League. Whether it's sustainable or not is the question. And I, I don't know. Maybe Stevie G does something there that looks impressive in the Saudi League. And, Pal and Roy Hodgson finally retires in five seasons from now. And he gets the Palace job. I, I don't fucking know. Maybe. Yeah, it's... I think so. I think Steven Gerrard... Get some millions under his, you know, in his wallet. He gets some more coaching experience under his belt. And it's not like he's going to a league that doesn't have superstars anymore. He's going to a league that has all the superstars now. So it's like, you know, Steven Gerrard's going to be able to, like, coach specific personalities and stuff like that. So for me, I think it works. I think this is fine. And I think that he does come back to the Premier League. Because eventually he's going to want to come back. Like, he's going to want to. And I... Well, yeah, he's not moving his family out there. I can tell you that much. I genuinely none yeah. of those players are. <laughs> I genuinely believe if Jurgen Klopp coaches for two more years, three more years, and Steven Gerrard has three, two to three successful years in Saudi Arabia, I genuinely wonder if the Liverpool job became available, he wouldn't at least attempt to reach out to Liverpool and go, "Hey, how serious do you think my name in this hat would be?" Or, or. 
who are you thinking about and would they want me as an assistant? Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Because if you've already made a few million or more than a few million in the Saudi league, you come back, you know, take a pay cut, obviously be an assistant, you know, be, and be nurtured into that role going in seven years. Yeah. That's, and again, couldn't really have said it better. Final question, not soccer related coming from Justin. Justin asks, what D&D classes do you think some of the EPL boys' best players will be? Um, Lotaro Martinez, Dwarf. Oh, that's just mean. I don't even know D&D, and that's just mean. I don't either. I just know. I just assume that's um, a class. Justin, I, I am going to speak on JD's behalf. No, Justin also... Justin, you do you know that I don't play D and D? Oh no! You sent me yeah, a lot no, of D and D memes no. on on Instagram. And he does. I, I I appreciate them. They're funny. I can tell that they're like they're funny. I just I've never played D and D my life. No. So, <laughs> so JD and I officially, Justin, JD and I are going to do a D and D adventure with you. We're going to. We're, we're we'll do it. We'll okay. do it. We'll yeah. do it via discord and we will do it and we can invite people and we will like i want to be a part of this process i want to learn D. &D. Like, i want to my 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 genuinely only experience with D. &D. actually some of the guys in the discord we tried to get it going but it never really like we we spent like a couple hours one night trying to figure it out i didn't really learn anything from it nothing yeah. it, it wasn't the guys trying to teach me it, i just wasn't really that into it my really only experience with it is is that episode from community have, did you see that no, Matt, that episode no, no. okay there's a really famous community episode where they play D, &D with with fat meal uh if you've seen the show and it's really fucking funny and that's like my only D, &D experience yeah so um like i said just justin you know what you're talking about jd and i and fuck it we'll record we'll record part of it we'll put it on the episode we'll have fun with it like we'll 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 make it a thing um I want to learn D&D. Again, because JD, just like you, Justin sends me infinite memes about D&D, and I'm like, this is probably funny. Like, this is... Pr oh, yeah, I'm sure it'd be fun. But hold on, answer his question. Say, I'll give you a class. Probably, I'm sure uh, Wizard is probably a D&D &D class. Um, I mean, easy answer, Bruno Fernandes. Um, oh, my God. He is. He's a fucking K wizard. KDB, of course. KDB, come Dude, on. Dude, there's only been one player for like three years. Two players who have gotten 50 uh, plus, um, what is it? Or I guess it'd be Wizard or Mage. I don't know. I'm trying, I'm spitballing. I'm sticking here. with, well, we'll be I'm sticking with Bruno. Um, give me another. Is it like, can, can, like, here, fuck it. We're here. We're doing this. Um, <laughs> no, fuck it. We're doing this. I don't care. Terrible podcast. I, I still, I will stand by Elf or Dwarvish Elf or whatever it might be. Lissandra Martinez. What a baller. Okay, so... He's the, fr he's the, he's the fr guy in the front line that first got it. Okay, down. here we go. We're going to go down the list. And don't let's not take long with this. Wizard. Um, KDB. Okay, yeah I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Kelric. Kelric. Uh, basic rules. I have no idea uh, A priest. Means. A priestly champion. Um, a priestly ser champion. Server of a higher power of wisdom oh this is this is good i'm i'm loving this james milner um <laughs> that's, mean, not james that's, milner. that's not a terrible shout that is not a terrible shout at all i am going to go with 
Um, I'm going to go with, uh, oh my God, I'm seeing his face. Seeing his fucking face. Captain that doesn't Captain of Brighton Hove Albion. Um, oh, Lewis, Lewis Dunk. Dunk. I'm going Lewis Dunk. Um, I was like, I'm seeing his face. It's like, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, a paladin is one that will protect their fellow teammates with their life. That is Lissandro Martinez. That, no, it that is, is not. Lis- he, he, is, he is a dwarf. No, Come no. on. That is Lissandro Martinez. Dwarf's not on this list. No, that's Tyler Adams. Come on. Tyler Adams. That's a shout. No, that's a shout. I'm sticking with Lissandro Martinez, but Tyler Adams is a hell of a fucking shout. Um... Okay, we have a ranger, uh, a warrior of combat and threats of edge of civilization. Um, Is Granit Xhaka still on Arsenal? No, I don't think he's on Arsenal anymore. Um, God, terrible podcasting. Um, We should have done at least a little (laughs) bit of homework on this. Uh, I'm skipping. Uh, A fighter. Um, Is Erling Holland too easy of a name here? Like yeah. he just—he seems like a. Well, no, he'd be he'd be like robot if yeah. that's a. Well, that's probably oh no, not a no, next one, barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah, that's okay. that's Erling that's Holland. Erling yeah. Holland right there. Uh, a druid. A druid is a priest of old faith. That is James Milner. <laughs> <laughs> the second old comes up, I'm like James Milner. Um, warlock. I'll let you go with this one. Warlock. Uh, basic rule, a wielder of magic that is uh, devered from a bargain with an extra planner of... What are these words? Harry Maguire. Okay. Uh, Harry Maguire. Sorcerer. <laughs> uh, a spellcaster who draws um, who draws magic from a gift or a bloodline. Um, <laughs> Alan St. Maximum. Um, a monk. <laughs> okay, we yeah. don't have to go. Come yeah, I, that's okay. We could we could go on for days. Uh, yeah. Justin, you have homework, and that's to teach JD and I to be able to play D and D at least once. So, um, that's it, <laughs> JD. We did it. We got through it. Um, only took us over an hour and a half. Hey, you know what? This is probably our only episode this week. But hey, yeah. uh, I I will. We, we caught up. We are all caught up. You Everyone got our hot takes, everything included. We will be back next week uh, to discuss all the upcoming transfers, see if some of those rumors come to life, see if they fall apart. So um, if you are not already, please give us a follow at the EPL Boys for everything up to date here from the EPL Boys camp. As well, if you are not already, please give us a fo- uh, subscribe on the EPL boys on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on as well. Share us with a friend the season. Surprisingly enough, we are getting very, very close to, and we want to make sure we are in the ears of everyone who loves the English premier league. But for JD, my name is Matt guys. I want you to be safe. I want you to be well, and we will see you guys next time. So-